When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Welcome back to the Sound Podcast, where we are, well, anything but silent. Uh, and uh, we are here talking, getting your brick on. Uh, and I am one of the co-hosts of this, Mark. And as always, I can't do this without the brains behind the operation. The one, the only, Josh Kettles. How are you, my friend? Hey, Mark. I'm doing great. Uh, I don't know if I'm the brains of the operation, because I definitely could not construct uh even a tenth of what these guys built this week this was a wild week and i am no engineer so if you have any thoughts about the engineering of these roller coasters can't wait to hear about it because i just was blown away i mean like i used to play roller coaster tycoon all the time as a kid like all the time and oh, yeah. i had no idea how they were doing anything in this episode <laughs> um and like I'm like sure uh yellow pieces are harder and i'm like yeah whatever uh all the pieces are hard uh but like <laughs> Like the thing is, I've never built a Lego roller coaster before, and like, and I've wanted to buy both those sets so badly, especially the new one with the loop. But like, that shit looks hard. 
Yeah, yeah. No, this is this has got to be one of the most technically difficult challenges they've thrown at them. It's a very specific skill set uh, that they are looking for here. And then not only that, I mean, it's intimidating, uh, you know, to build that in front of someone who's like main role at Lego HQ is not just like designing new sets, but like building new pieces that go in these sets. Uh, so, I mean, yeah, we'll talk about it, but I felt bad for, for most of them this week because yeah. the anxiety must've been through the roof. Well, we are live. If you're watching it online live with us on YouTube, if you want to say anything in the chat, say something, we'll say hi back. Uh, if you have any questions, you know, we know what to do. Type it in. <laughs> we'll respond. Uh, but yeah, uh, it feels so weird if we haven't podcasted in ages, but that's also because Lego Masters was off last week. Um, and I'm excited to get my brick on with you. Um, yeah, get your brick on. Let's <laughs> yeah. do it. All right, let's dive in. Um, so I love like how like it's the most like, there's no sketch walking in. It's just them walking in. And like whoever does the art design on the sets of the show, like the actual like um, I, the proscenium sets, I want to call them, like because it feels like there's a set. Be like a set built for every week um, is so good and so talented. I love like how it has like blazing brick coasters and like it just everyone looks, everyone walks in, they're just so happy. Like it's just, I don't know. I, I always want to shout out like the art department of the show. Yeah, no, every time they walk out, we, we've mentioned a lot of these before. They're, they're just incredible. And this one's very fun. Love the outfits, you know, Amy. Often oh goes God. like high fashion, but this one was uh, her outfit was very fun as like a tourist. Um, Jamie you know, with the mustache, yeah, it was so good. And then as soon as Will walked out, I clocked it. I was like, I, I was like, two words came out of my mouth, and it they were Miami Vice. Yeah, yeah, no, no, okay, I, I didn't remember his name, but yeah. like I, I knew what the vibe they were going for, and it was very fun, of course, and um, set the uh, the tone for the episode as they always yeah. do with these things. Um, and so Emily and Kelly come out and they're really excited to represent moms in semifinals. I think it's the farthest any mother 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 team has made it in the show. Normally the farthest he gets like about like final seven or so. So mm. like Emily and Kelly, we learned a lot about them this week, uh, which we'll talk about that later. But yeah. it just I like that they're like really proud of themselves, and that's the thing that makes me very happy. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, I mean three out of the final eight here are moms, which is pretty cool. Um, if you include Nina as well, you know. I mean, so, we should uh, since her son's yeah. in the show. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I mean, you're you're right. That like that's uh, these the the archetypes of people they've cast have not made it this far, especially the mom mom duo, as we talked about last episode when we recorded. So good on them. Um, you know, yeah, we'll, we'll talk about uh, Amy's background and stuff. Um, but uh, yeah, yeah, let's get uh, into it. So we find out that the challenge is to build a Lego roller coaster. Um, and these sets are like, act, like the ones you can buy in the store are actually really tough builds from what I've heard because of the motor and all that stuff. And um, and Jamie has designed both of the Lego roller coaster sets, which yeah. is such a cool fact. <laughs> so crazy. Yeah, that's just, again, got to be so intimidating. Like he's like spent his like life's work designing these types of things and you're supposed to just come up with something that like is is supposed to impress him I, in 12 I just, hours <laughs> yeah yeah so crazy so crazy so um what one of the most important things in this episode is that um amy mentions that she wants the themes to shine through on the build um i think it's really important because we talk about that a lot in a bit um and basically the way i find it really funny that like when jamie does his little intro thing 
that he basically sounds like he's just talking basic or crystal tycoon. Like how <laughs> he needs momentum and loops are tricky. And I'm like, wow, Jamie's literally talking like to his people like if they're playing roller coaster tycoon. That's <laughs> funny. Yeah, no, um the the instructions were uh I mean, I, I, I was lost already when he was talking about just what they needed to go for. He talks about like they need to put like he starts making suggestions, but they didn't sound like suggestions. He's like, I want drops, I want lifts, and I was like, Okay, I mean, literally no clue how to build any of this. <laughs> So um, we get a flashback. Uh, we'll get confessional from Nina and Sam. And they're talking about how they want to uh, do better than the last time they built a roller coaster. It shows the volcano with the roller coaster flying off the track. And them having their worst week of the whole show, I personally feel like. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And, um, you know, chance for redemption here. And uh, as we'll get to later in the episode, they definitely do not take this opportunity to be like, okay, we're going to play it safe. We did well last time. That is not Nina and Sam. They always swing for the fences and get vicious. So good on them for not being scared by their, you know, last roller coaster build earlier in the season. Um, And like also like everything in this episode does feel a little bit more serious. And like, um, I love how like when they like start the actual timer, um, um, like Christopher is like, get me a get a bucket and just fill it with red track. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and like everyone's just running to the brick pit, and then like Emily and Kelly are like, they're like, should should, should we uh get brick? Yeah, yeah. I think they they were a little frozen from the beginning. I mean, I think that they they roller coasters were clearly intimidating to them, but uh i i yeah everybody did well this episode uh this is again we'll talk about it at the end but like i was impressed by everybody and um yeah christopher always giving a lot so yeah i'm glad you highlighted that because christopher bossing robert around from the very second this challenge started was hilarious um (laughs) and yeah just uh, my boy christopher i'm just he's solidified now in tier one of characters that we've ever had on the show solidified I definitely, I definitely highly agree with that. Honestly, like, I, like there's like I'd say like probably like four people I like, can be like yes, 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 and he's one of those yeses. Yeah, he's coming uh, back for a holiday special, win or lose the next episode. Is he? No, I'm just saying like he will be. Like he's such a big character, they will bring him back. Do you think he'll be back this year though? I don't know how they choose, you know, but I would guess if they could get him, just because like I think they usually like to have the people that are fresh in their minds of, of well, everybody because they have the like TikTok bros, uh, one of them uh, last year. Yeah, no, so that's, a, I mean, if they're going to pick one person from the season, like, it, I'm sure he's their first call. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I haven't announced the cast yet. Of course, we'll be probably podcasting that at the end of the year. Um, maybe one episode, maybe multiple. We don't know yet. We haven't really discussed yet, but I mean, I know it's happening. <laughs> it is uh, happening. I know that, yeah. Um, so uh, we get a little bit of, like, what the bricks are, like, how these pieces are. So the red pieces are, like, good, solid, uh, like, normal uh, curves and such. It seems like the yellow pieces are a little bit more extreme. Yeah. Um, that's got the loops and such. Because uh, yellow is uh, for the newer version with the double loop. Yeah, you're catching some Gs as you're going around those yellow pieces for sure. Um, I've never really mentioned it. I really love roller coasters a lot while being terrified of them. Um, well, yeah, are you are you big roller you go to If you go to a theme park, you're like, I got to go to the, on the biggest roller coaster. No, I'm park. scared. I'm totally scared. <laughs> I, I, like, no, like, this is very real. Like, I'm like scared of roller coasters, yet I love roller coasters. Okay. Uh, like, I remember um, I watch all the ride through videos on YouTube. Nice. Um, like, I'm scared of heights. I don't like flipping. Um, like, I went on Hagrid's when I was in Orlando in January. 
one of the best experiences of my entire life. Uh, and it's like a, technically a family coaster, but it's got some cool elements. I don't know. Like, I loved it, uh, but I'm scared of coasters. Like, I don't, I, I, I literally was cursing the whole time I was on Hagrid's while they're like children around. I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, I curse right now, but I literally, like, I literally was just swearing like a sailor the whole time. That's like, really ah! funny. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm, I'm one of those people that goes, goes, I reluctantly go to a theme park. I reluctantly get in line with my friends to go on the rides and, you know, reluctantly ride them and get probably half of as much enjoyment as a normal person from roller coasters. They're just and not my thing. Big coaster world too. Cause like Southern California is like amazing coasters. Oh, is it? Yeah. I don't know. I mean, like I used to go to six flags and stuff, you know, as a teenager yeah. and you know, it was, it, was, it was fun, but I definitely was not the person that's like, we have to go on Goliath cause it has yeah. the largest drop in the West of the Mississippi and all that, you know, I don't <laughs> know. Um, but I, you know, I, I do it. It's, I'm just not a party pooper. Not not part of your pooper kettle, so that's that's a good nickname for you. <laughs> my tagline, yeah. My motto uh, in life is just don't be a party pooper. It's half the battle sometimes. Uh, so Paul goes up to Emily and Kelly, and he's like, "Hey, what's what are your theme going to be?" And then the and then like they tell him it's going to be it's going to be ladybugs, and he's like, "Okay, cool." And like he's like, "I'm going to take it," and they're like, "What?" And it feels like the the body language feels like he was possibly going to do like oh outdoor uh thing like that right what, what do you mean so like the interaction felt like possibly he was going to do something similar like an outdoorsy like small world uh, type I like see. microscopic thing i'm not sure yeah i don't know yeah it was that was interesting that interaction was definitely interesting and it felt like he changed his plan somehow based on talking with them but um yeah i don't know that was a little bit bizarre i'm not sure why they left it in because their their themes ended up being so much different yeah, I mean, um, so they do Ladybugs and Paul and Alita. Uh, they do Game Night, um, and we're going to definitely talk about all of that in just a moment. Definitely uh, going to talk a lot about the Ladybugs versus Game Night <laughs> by the end of this episode. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so Christopher and Robert decided to do a different kind of lift hill that's ever been done in Lego. It's a very hard lift hill. It's a spiral lift hill, which basically means there's going to be a contraption in the middle uh, to push you up the hill, and that will bring you to the top. Um, it's, I've only seen that like in like less than 10 coasters in my life, but it is a, it is a lift hill. Um, it's not like an elevator lift hill. It's not a uh, chain lift hill. Um, and Jamie immediately is like, this is not possible in Lego, but he says it in like the nicest way possible. He's like, I would do something different. And they're like, we have to do this now. Yeah, Christopher is like that only fuels me more yeah. to prove him wrong. And like he starts getting his like dramatic voice turned up, you know. And yeah, I I this was one of the most like draw jaw dropping moments, honestly, for me. The fact that they got that clear advice, they defied it, and still pulled this thing off. Like I, I this this I, their attitude, their spirit, the way, the confidence in themselves to build what they could build this season. I just, I'm so here for Christopher and Robert. I, and I have to give them credit. Like we just, I just can't think of another moment in this series where someone did something like this. It's kind of crazy. Like when you think about that, like uh, that, like that, I feel like every time that we get Jamie giving advice and people don't take it, they screw up and get eliminated. Yeah. Like that, like if Jamie and Amy are like, hey, this is a bad idea, more than likely, I'd say like nine out of ten times, you're done if you keep yeah. doing it. 
Yeah, and the other one out of ten times that we've seen is them still screwing up, but somehow still not going home. Like it's like every, it's like ten out of ten times if they give you advice and you don't follow it, you 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 end up with a worse build for sure. Yeah. And like this is literally the only time that I could think of that they've given advice to somebody, they double down in their same direction and prove the judges wrong. And it's not just proving the judges wrong, right? We're talking about Jamie. It's not like um on Great British Baking Show where they you know Paul Hollywood says, oh, that's not how you should make a scone. They're talking to Jamie, aka like the person who invented scones, like you know <laughs> the, the the person who doesn't His last name is Scone, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and like uh, the yeah, so like they're they're what they did this episode is just uh, it's just incredible. I can't say it enough, and I applaud them for just sticking to their guns here. Also, want to apologize. My radio is going crazy right now. I don't know if you guys hear it or not, but I hear it uh, with my headphones on and everything. Like, oh boy, uh, I live in New York and it's hot out. It's hot <laughs> inside uh, and cold outside, uh, but that doesn't matter. You know, it's it's you know, it's a podcast uh, <laughs> in winter. I, uh, I saw that radiator behind you, and I was just like, oh, is that made out of Lego? Uh, I can't tell. <laughs> uh, wait, uh, this? That's no, I don't know. Yeah, uh, just, that's Godzilla. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so um, what I love about this episode is you get a different side of Jamie. He's actually anxious in this episode. Like He's actually like very anxious about what's going to happen in these builds because like he knows how hard these builds can be. Yeah. And a lot and of that, things when you're when you're playing with roller coasters and stuff, you're playing with physics. Like in in a lot of physics is theoretical, and so mm-hmm. a lot of these guys probably are like, okay, in theory this should work, but then practically they start testing it out, and it just gets really really tough. Like when he's talking about the friction going around the bends, and then like having enough momentum to carry you through to the start again. And so, um, yeah, I, I genuinely genuinely felt bad for for Jamie. And then also for these uh, these guys here trying to impress him, yeah. Uh, but it's exciting. Like I mean, that's the thing about Lego Masters. You watch it, you're like, oh my god, what's gonna happen? Um, yeah. Oh, one second. I just realized my camera is acting weird. Um, do you do you don't see my face? Do you? I see you as frozen, um, frozen as if you you are a brick version of yourself. A mini. Well, fake. that's exciting. Um, Okay, well, you know what? That's how it goes. As long as you can hear me, that's the most important thing. Um, <laughs> I have no idea what just happened. I just try to fix the. Uh, all right, whatever. It doesn't matter. Um, you know, what? people <laughs> listen to this, uh, and we'll get Josh. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sorry you're stuck with me, everybody on YouTube here. But um, yeah, Mark, it is okay. Let's just power through. Um, you know, as if we are Christopher and Robert, we have our vision of where we're headed, and nothing's going to slow us down. Yeah. All right, so uh, the next important thing in the episode. Um, so Emily and Kelly are getting concerned they have no loop, um, and everybody else has like, a loop inside their coaster. Um, and I feel like this is a big plot point to the episode, um, but it's also... I, I'm i going to commend what they do. I think that they build a very cool, family-friendly coaster. Yeah. No, definitely. It, yeah. it, it was not a bad build. Um, and it's not a best roller coaster of the four of them, but the build itself, like, it, you know, with the, the theming, with the um, what they made up and the, the technical skills, I just think that they, they just ran up to, you know, three other teams that could, you know, yeah. build a good roller coaster, which we'll, we'll talk about the conclusion at the end. But just like what they went for, I totally understand. They just played it a little safe here with the actual technical side of things. 
what's kind of fascinating about their build, though, in my personal opinion, um, is that it looked a lot like the first version of the Lego roller coaster. How mm. it's got a lift hill and then it's got a little couple of swoops down and all that stuff. Interesting. Uh, that's the energy it gave me. So, yeah. Got uh, it. Yeah, I'm not familiar with the the original original Lego set. So, um, yeah, thanks for sharing that. I, I again, it, it it was cool. I, I yeah. thought that like it could have won like not not maybe won the whole like week, but it definitely could have got them past a week if they had built roller coasters in like you know week four or five or something. Yeah. You know, like it wouldn't even be an issue. Um, so they'll get to the end, Sam. Uh, and I have no idea how they were using this red piece, but they sort of created a loop that goes sideways. Um, and they decide quickly, no, this is a bad idea. I, I mean, they didn't decide that quickly. They decided like five hours in that this wasn't going to work after talking with Jamie and Amy. And I loved how Nina was like, when they were showing them, Nina's like, oh, let's just, let's just try it right now. Cause she was clearly getting frustrated that Sam kept trying to push for this, you know? And yeah. she was like, well, you know, like, like, let's just show Jamie and Amy where we're at. <laughs> like it didn't work. And I just could see the mom and her was just yeah. like, I told you, but she was being way nicer about it. One of the things I love about Lego Masters, like honestly, is like the camaraderie between teams. Cause like I feel like a lot of like this episode's a lot of, like um like Chris asking Nina and Sam, like, hey, how's this go? And they're like, uh, don't do it, or we're having issues. And then like, of course, with like Paul and Alita earlier, it just I yeah. love it's one of the things I love about the show. It's cutthroat, but it's not like it's not cutthroat. Well, there's not there's not a lot of opportunity, or the show's not designed for you to necessarily like um try to do anything against another team right maybe when you're driving those you know rc cars there's a little bit of bumping and stuff but yeah overall the competition is really about you versus you it's about what can you build and of course you're playing against the field but you're not it's not one of these shows that's designed for people to socially manipulate each other cut each other out of the show mm -hmm. or whatever and so therefore yeah it just breeds a spirit of people rooting for each other and not wanting them to see them fail on national tv so i love the moments where people you know, we're cheering for each other's builds when they finally completed the full loop and they could actually mm -hmm. celebrate that the roller coaster was a working coaster. I love it. It's just the energy of the show is always so positive. That's one of my favorite things about it. Like, um, I love the reveal, the casual reveal that Emily is insanely more than proficient. Like, it's so fascinating to me that she has a set that's at the Lego headquarters. Crazy. Like, I feel like I feel like the idea we've gotten so far is like she's a mom that's good at Lego. Like that's it. But yeah. like and they showed some sets that are incredible. Yeah. The butterfly uh, art piece that hangs at Lego HQ is really cool. Like that's like a legit art piece. Like I, I don't know. I mean, not that I'm much of an art appraiser, but like I just feel like that is uh um that's more than just kind of like a casual amateur build. And like I really wish that the show focused more on their character, their characters earlier instead of them being like kind of like the quirky moms that have like vans basically. Like that's the energy that we've been getting from them. And it's like that was like an amazing reveal. And I'm really sad I came this far into the season because like I was like, yeah, they're fine. And then like that happens like, oh my God, this is beautiful. And like it reminds me of like in the bag, like the their the fashion bag, like how cool it looked, like the the, the design yeah. of it, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Kelly really came alive too with modeling it and stuff. And uh yeah, I, it, this this episode, I'm glad we did get that little like memento before we, you know, lost them this episode. But um yeah, I was just 
shock, completely shocked, um, yeah. which is, a, a you know, fun to be by this show. Of course. Um, and then we get more of, like, Jamie and Amy, like, being like, hey, Christopher, Robert, are you sure you want to do this? So, like, yeah! <laughs> yeah, I just, I they doubled down, good on them. We already covered it. Um, but, yeah, I just, the, the cojones on uh, these guys is just something to, to admire. But if you're doing it, you're doing it. Like, that's the thing. Like, they're doing it, you know? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> this might be my favorite, uh, like, the calls ever on the show. The whole like um of Will Will Arnett being right next to like the minifig wall and he's like, We've had 148 days without any minifig entries. Then he knocks over like 10 minifigs and oh, it's all your fault. And then he like wipes <laughs> down to zero and just that guy is too funny for his own good sometimes. And like this show, he's so good. I, I love it. I, it just makes me very, very happy. Well, Arnett supremacy, give him the keys to anything and he'll make it better. Make him president. Will Arnett 2028. I don't know. Yeah. You heard it here first. <laughs> so Chris and Robert, they finally get the mechanism working and after like trying so hard, but it takes seven hours of the 12 hour build to get the mechanism working. And they've only been working on the lift hill for seven hours. Everyone else is already at least close to finishing with their circuit, you know? Yeah, like my brain's. How do you even like? You must have an idea what your layout's going to be after that. But you're just like, oh man. Yeah, uh, yeah. The the the, I I don't understand the roller coasters, and it's so much trial and error that like, I bet people's like um, experience so far on the show was a little bit miscalibrated with how tricky the roller coaster technical technical piece was going to be, and so like it was just crazy how many people were still like by the end still just not sure that the roller coaster is going to work yeah um at this point in the show um paul and alita they feel pretty good about their circuit so they decide let's build another second lift hill um and a second loop so and i love how they get like a dueling coaster happening um one of the best decisions anybody's made you know midway through their build so far because i think that you know it, it ended up being a close you know, decision. And this literally, I was like, this literally might've been the one thing that saved them from going home this week was deciding to make it a little bit more of a, you know, the adding the second loop, making it a little bit more difficult um, because uh, the rest of their build wasn't, you know, wasn't as best as good as everybody else's. Yeah. Um. So I have a weird question. So that one hour call, they all decide to make funny faces as if like the camera is going off for the road coaster. Okay. Josh, what would be your ideal version of like your roller coaster face? Ideal version. Um, I usually when I take the, the roller coaster photos, I try to pretend as if like I'm like, you know, reading a book calmly or something really? like that. Like, yeah, like because it's like, you know, everyone's screaming around you, and if you could just kind of like look like you're just like, you know, serene and unfazed, then uh you stand out a little bit. So that's usually my go-to roller coaster face. What about you? Um, there's not been many because, like, as I said, I'm not the best <laughs> roller coasters. Uh, but in Hagrid's, I was so I'm uh, since I'm a bigger dude, I had to ride the actual like bike itself and not the sidecar. Um, and like I'm pointing forward, I'm like, yeah, <laughs> I um, can see that. And like I look insane. I'm on there with my best friend, who's gonna be my best man at the wedding, and he's just smiling. And it's just like it's the dumbest photo ever of us. Um, <laughs> I love it. It's the battle charge of uh, Mark and his friend on Hagrid's. <laughs> but I also love like 
the photo with Jamie, Amy, and Will is just so funny because like Jamie and Amy are like more into it than Will. It looks like yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jamie's face was so funny. He looked like a, I don't know, a cross between like a Muppet and <laughs> um, I don't know, some tourists who wandered on set. Um, I just love it. Just it's so funny to me. Like Jamie's episode is just so chaotic between. Him clearly being very anxious for everyone, while also being probably the goofiest he's been consistently for an episode. Yeah, I no Jamie. I, that's that's definitely one of the things that stood out to me. It's just he's just so all in this season. It's just so much. It, it's so much fun how much he's been in on all the gimmicks and and wanting to to get silly and stuff. Because I mean, I know him and Amy are both very serious Lego builders and designers, especially as we learn you know about him this episode, but. Like, I love that he's, like, fully just committed to just being, you know, like, in on the, the bits every episode here. And this was just, yeah, this is not only no exception. Like, it was one of the funniest Jamie episodes for sure. Uh, and then, like, with it, with that one-hour build note, we get told that Christopher and Robert have finished the loop, but they haven't done any, like, the decorating at this point. <laughs> and they need to build a dragon. Yeah. Because their they're, 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 uh, coaster's called Dragon Dance. Yeah, and I don't know how they built a successful dragon and um, like a arch also. Um, yeah, yeah, like a pagoda. Yeah, I don't like. It was so funny, like watching them, like because they cut back to him a little bit later. And like, oh no, the body does not look good. And then, like the by the time that like the build happens, like is shown, it's pretty successful. Yeah, it's a legit dragon. And I think that they definitely helped themselves out by building that huge cloud. Like, um, you know, every time they cut to Christopher and he's working on that, like, you know, the lift and he's like struggling over it. You just see Robert in the back, just laying brick, making that cloud. It's getting bigger and bigger, slowly and slowly. And so they had like the scaffolding in place for all their theme, but it was just barren, like you're saying. And so the fact that they were able to just add all the flair, the characters, the story on top of what they had set up, like... And it was integrated in their build. Like, you know, that, that cloud and stuff hides the fact that it's like, you know, like there's a big um, pillar underneath that's holding everything up. And then you can put the dragon on top. So just like it all worked out so well in the end. But yeah, it was crazy how well they just like mm-hmm. put all the color, all the character right at the end. Uh, and also like throughout, um, before we get to the actual like adjudication of everyone, um, even though we've been seeing that Emily and Kelly's build is not going to be like, it's going to be a kitty coaster. We also see that they are doing some incredible theming. I don't want to go too much into that because we'll be talking about it in a few minutes. But, like, it's really cool seeing all the motorized parts that they're using and such. Yeah. Um, no, I, absolutely. I mean, no notes. Yeah, I totally agree with you. Um, so time is up. Everyone's done. Um, and first up is Christopher Robert with Dragon Dance. And, like I said, it came out shockingly well considering everything. And like the theming, the theming is cool. The dragon's cool, and like, and it works, which is like so impressive. And like, it looks like they have probably a five foot tall Lego roller coaster. Uh, yeah, it, it has some substantial height to it. And what yeah. I also love like um, the use of like that wall by the by the load station was really cool. How they like how it, the track goes up on its side over it. And mm. they use tires, uh, which, which is a thing that is used on roller coasters, uh, yeah, to speed up their coaster. Not, uh, not. I don't, I don't know how they're used always in roller coasters, but 
it looked really cool how it all came together. Mark, did you have any doubt when you saw that that they hadn't won the week? I, I just when I saw the finished product before even seeing the other three, I just was like, they won. Like it's over. Okay, so from what I saw, um, I felt like the only other team that really had a strong chance was Nina and Sam. Uh, but also, in my personal opinion, their track layout was completely boring. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, for me, if we're judging like track layout and like interest in that regard, um, I think number one is Christopher Robert and then uh, Paul and Nalita and then Emily and Kelly and then Nina and Sam. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Whoa. You think Nina and Sam's was was simpler or easier than Emily and Kelly? Yes. Uh, I mean, okay. they had basically just a giant lift hill and then a loop and then like a couple of uh, backgrounds. I mean, you just named a bunch of things that Emily and Kelly didn't have. <laughs> they, they, okay, fine. Uh, we're, <laughs> I mean, I have strong opi- pro opinions about Emily and Kelly's build. Okay. Cool. Let's yeah. lo- let's talk about it. I mean, we're getting to the end here. Yeah, like I would. I yeah. want, let's compare them all. I mean. Okay. We can, we yeah. can go briefly over, you know, everybody's everybody's circuits are completed, which is, you know, the most nerve-wracking part of the the judgment, you know, when they are showing their builds off. I was literally biting my nails at like all four of them because you just the way that they set the things set up the story, any of them could have not worked based on um just yeah. how tricky this was. And so, uh very very relieved by all four of them working at the very least. Yes. So Okay, let's dive right into the Emily and Kelly of it all. I mean, yeah. like, obviously, we're yeah, they lost. Um, we'll go into everyone else's build, of course. Um, I think Emily and Kelly's theming is so unbelievably incredible. It's like Disney level shit. Um, I think like the spider is really cool. I think the story is interesting. A thing that really warmed my heart and kind of made me almost cry was that they put their mini face inside the cart, like to yeah. ride around, and I thought that was like really sweet and really endearing. Um, I thought, like, they built an extraordinary kitty-friendly coaster. Now, okay, it doesn't have the dips and everything, but also, keep in mind, Jamie and, you know, Amy said that the theming does matter a lot in this. Yeah. I mean, I and I think it did. I just think that the it was secondary. It matters, but it wasn't the most important thing to them, you know, as far as... Uh, the level of I see I okay I'm not an engineer yeah no, I'm not a roller coaster architect I don't know exactly everything that goes into building them but like I it just felt to me that the other three were a tier above in their abilities and yes um Nina and Sam Christopher and Roberts they were clearly like the the best two so it came down to between Paul and Alita who didn't have the theming or you know Kelly and, and Emily who had the theming but didn't quite have the the technical skills and I felt like they went with the tiebreaker which was the the degree of difficulty like I don't know yeah. I like that's I, I I feel like I totally understood that but when they were judging it I was like honestly 50 50 could go either way like I I did not know which one of them was going to get eliminated but I mean I, I agree um I think that like when it gets to semifinals so it has to be judged on everything that you've had for the whole season. Yeah. A show like this, um, and like the growth that uh Paul and Nalita have had has been astounding. Like, Paul's always been a great builder, I feel like Nalita's always been a really good number two, uh, but she's also like been doing a lot more recently than like I feel like we've been getting from her all season. Interesting, yeah. No, they they definitely, as as we discussed, they they've mastered getting to the finale by just not being the worst team, they yeah. knew their limits. 
They knew how to execute well. They never put themselves in a position where they were going to maybe fail. It wasn't going to work. Like, you know, they, they, they knew what they could do, what they could pull off, and they did it. And so now they got to the Final Four. And that's what I was saying about putting that extra loop in. This was the one time in the show where I really felt like they, like, went for it. They went for something that was stretching beyond mm-hmm. what they were comfortable with, what they knew they could do, but thought they could do. And I thought it was a game-changing moment for them. And I was so impressed that they were willing to have the the courage to, to go there and also the awareness of the competition level to know that they needed to do something like that to push them beyond their comfort zone. And I feel like that also put Kelly and Emily in a sticky situation where they didn't go beyond their comfort zone. Their comfort zone has been theming, color, storytelling, but they didn't push themselves in anything kind of too dangerous when it come to the came to the roller coaster build. Um, so, I mean, no, that's... I- yeah i don't disagree with anything you're saying like that's a, like i really do think the right team did get eliminated today um and i yeah i mean i think paul and Lolita are actually very much a dark horse to potentially win if they go big um they could we don't know i mean yeah. like we, we haven't seen it for now we don't know like we really don't know um but i actually didn't hate their theming i think i thought their theming was a little bit bland um, because they stuck with like very much uh, neutral colors, like they had a cool. The Jenga part looked really amazing. Yeah, I I just think there wasn't very much of it, and it wasn't like a super cohesive or yeah, or as the judge said, easily identifiable theme. Like that, it didn't like when you looked at it immediately, you you didn't quite get the picture in your head right away, and yeah. so that's what I think it, it it wasn't the best at. But it was probably just really just a function of time and how long it took for them to really get the roller coaster part, you know, nailed down. But the fact that they were able to get two dueling coasters at the same time, it's weird because in my brain's like obviously uh Kristen Robert had the most technically challenging build. Um, but theirs is not that far behind. Yeah, it was very impressive. I mean, very, very impressive. And just I, I just think it was like such a good call for them to go yeah. big here. Uh so Nina and Sam they did the Kraken, um, uh, which is in my personal opinion, wasn't the most complicated build. I think the theming was really, really cool. Like, yeah, really cool. Like, uh, like how like the story with the tentacle like about to pull you down, um, and like the the actual monster itself looked very amazing. Like, if you haven't watched this episode yet and you're wa- watching us or listening to us, watch the episode. Uh, seriously, uh, but, <laughs> like it's cool like, how they like their motors making the water move and stuff. That was that was next level. That was just one of those things that was just like a professional touch onto something that was already good to make it great and so the water like was so cool because the tentacles and the kraken like only portion of it was above the surface right and actually built with lego so when you add a little bit of motion like that to the storytelling all of a sudden your brain already fills in the details that underneath the surface that kraken has a lot more tentacles that are moving along and so it's like a great shortcut you know to just tell a story of what's happening even if you don't have to actually build it with bricks so i love that one of my favorite little touches anybody's put on any build so far in the show's history no i actually like like i said like i wasn't as in love with this build because the fact that felt very flat after the initial drop because it's like tall 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 big drop loop and then just back and forth a couple times and it's out but yeah. I did like the way that they utilized the Kraken inside their story of the Kraken. Yeah. No, it was it was really, really solid. 
um, storytelling build. And I, I, you know, I wonder if their story hadn't been as good, if that also would have made Kelly and Emily shine a little bit more as like the one really cohesive story. Cause yeah. I felt like it was only the Kraken or their ladybug build that really were like the two cl- clear, fun, awesome stories. Yeah. And so like, I, I just wonder like subconsciously if they're like, okay, well like they, they weren't the only ones with like a really incredible roller coaster story. Yeah. I mean like totally like Christopher Robert as Grazers was, there wasn't much to me. It was the head of a dragon above a cloud. Yeah, um, no, I, and, and of got, course, Christopher sold the hell out of it of when he pitched it because that's what he does. But yeah, no, it, it was it was slapped on for sure. Um, but that still, you know, the the level of the build elevated yeah. it above anything else for sure. And so we get to our winner time. Of course, Christopher Robert win. Uh, Jamie eats his words more. He's like, you guys did really good. Um, and I'm really, really impressed. Uh, and then we get to um, who is going to be the next team to the finals. We found to be Nina and Sam. No big shock here considering the level that they've been playing most of the season. I think that they have personally had a little bit of a dip in the second half of the season. Uh, but, I mean, that could have also just been story time. Yeah, uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, they got manipulated by Christopher, you know, in that moment yeah. with the rug. <laughs> that was probably the low point of them having to give up the golden brick. But a low point in their gameplay, but high point in character for them of just like everybody rallying around them and having a fun moment. But yeah, they definitely came out super hot and were definitely the team to beat. Um, but they um, they they still just put out some incredible stuff. Their their thing is they are the roller coaster team. They really have the high highs and low lows because they always are ambitious. So they almost got out a couple of these weeks because they couldn't. Were almost not going to be able to pull off certain things. But yet, like their ambition was always rewarded. I think by their own skill and being able to back it up a lot of these weeks. And then also, I think the judges understanding that they took some really cool swings. So I'm really excited to see what they could pull off in the finale because you know they are going to go big. And like, when you look at like the actual like breakdown of the, of the uh, episode so far, uh, you see like the first two weeks, Nina and Sam, then Poppy and Ben, then Nina and Sam, then Aubrey and Ryan, then Paul and Alita. And then every week after that's with Christopher and Robert. Like this is a pretty top tier finale. Yeah, no, for sure. All three teams deserve to be there. They've been consistent in different ways, um, you know, like across the season. Uh, I Yeah. And, and I just, the thing that worries me about Paul and Lita, I just want them to, to I, I'm not sure what's going to happen when they try to be ambitious. It's going to be the last build, you know, like yeah. they, they need to leave it all out there. And I don't know if they have the like highest highs of what they can build. As far as I like, I think Emily and Kelly, real- I would. Stuff is, like, it feels realistic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They just they, they're very self-aware and I, I like it's very impressive. And they, they have done super well to just not be in the bottom two, not be the worst build of the week. Like they've done great at that. But yeah. I just I'm a little worried about what their their home run capabilities are here in the finale. But yeah. Christopher and Robert, Nina and Sam, I'm not even worried about them. Like we're gonna get something spectacular from those two teams for sure. Uh yeah, I mean, and also like I want to shout out Emily and Kelly one more time because they were incredible. And like that was definitely one of the harder eliminations of the season. I feel like just because everyone's going to like them, and they they were really good builders. And like honestly, like it's one of those seasons where it's like if you're that archetype and you can break the archetype, hell yeah! Like that's what's been happening all season long. Yeah, no, it's awesome, and uh, you know, definitely moms are people too. Okay, mm-hmm. we all have to remember that moms have dreams, have hopes, have goals. They support 
our own, their children's goals and all that. But uh, yeah, if you have a mom out there, tell them you love them yeah. and go support their goals and dreams because, uh, you know, they, they have a lot going on. I just got to hang out with my mom all day today here. And so maybe I'm a little sentimental. Yeah, I see happy. I like mm-hmm. sentimental kettles. Uh, <laughs> uh, I also like, so we get to the, uh, I love how they, I wanted to shout this out because I know we're getting ready to wrap up, but like that turn that Christopher does when they announce like the final three <laughs> is like super cool. It's like, yeah, made me yeah. laugh so hard. He was so ready for that. It was so great. Yeah. Uh, he, he just gives and gives and we just, we just enjoy and enjoy. So we get, we get a little preview of what's happening in the finale. And Clearly, they when they revealed to them that the prize is not just the money, but also the winning build people like you and I can buy, um, at and build it at home, which is so amazing. I know, and Josh. I have no idea what I was looking at while watching the pre the preview for next week. There looked to be like a family tree happening. I saw oh, the Coliseum. Yeah. I saw a giant island. I saw someone. I saw. Christopher Hammering, I think it was. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, we'll see what we're in store for. I, yeah, I'm I'm very excited. I I mean, depending on that price point, I'm I'm very interested in buying this final piece, um, you know, to, to put on my, my bookshelf or something here at the top of it. Um, I, mean, I don't know if it'll fit, actually. Yeah, I don't know. Those look so like that, that like that tr- the family tree, I think, like looked like it was like five feet tall. I'm like, yeah. That's a lot of money. Uh- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. What's this thing gonna retail for? Yeah, I don't know. But I'm, I'm, I'm. I just know I'm, I'm very pumped. Like you said, this is a very like skilled finale episode, and like with the teams that are left. So like, it's definitely one of the most competitive ones we've we've seen going into the finale. So I'm, I'm, I'm really pumped. One hundred percent. Josh, anyone uh, to talk about before we wrap up? uh no i mean yeah i just i'm loving the season um definitely mark we got to talk about the holiday special so oh, i'm in if you're in yeah i'm bringing my laptop with me uh to minneapolis i'll be there for like 10 days with my fiance and her family so, okay great well yeah. um yeah other than that besides talking about the holiday special catch me at futurepastsurvivor.com talking about survivor uh this season very fun then, um, you know, also catch me on Silent Podcast talking about anything and everything. So just if you're not subscribed to Silent Podcast on, uh, you know, YouTube or anywhere else that you get your audio podcast, make sure you do that. Mark and I are talking about a bunch of fun things, including I know Mark is talking about uh, Squid Games, the challenge, oh, which is very fun. So um, is that all you're talking about right now, Mark? Or you got anything else? Oh, going on? boy. Uh, that's the only thing I'm consistently talking about. I feel <laughs> like, um, But I am on this week's episode of, um, um, oh, my God. I forgot the name. I just did it an hour ago. Uh, what show? On the next episode of I'm Pleased to Tell You uh, with Sabrina. Uh, we just recorded that. It's fantastic. And I will be talking with the um, the next people eliminated from Amazing Race and the rest of the top three. After that, it's been an incredible season. If you're not watching Amazing Race, watch it. It's back to its prime, although it's 35 seasons in, which is a really impressive thing. That doesn't always happen. <laughs> uh, yes, I'm talking uh, with Sarah Carradine, the one and only Sarah Carradine of Aussie Queens um, and RJP about Squid Game The Challenge. We will be having another live episode uh, tomorrow at 8 p.m. Eastern time uh, for episodes 7 and 8. And then we wrap it all up Thursday at 10 p.m. Eastern time with episodes 9 and 10, the finale. I am so 
So excited to find out who wins the show. Uh, it's been a freaking ride. Uh, you can follow me on at Mark Levy 85 on Instagram, Twitter, and on TikTok now at Movie Mark uh, Reviewing Movies. Awesome. Mark, thank you so much for always talking brick with me. Excited to get into it one more time for the finale. Yeah, let's get a brick on and see you guys next time. Bye. Bye. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.